It's a rainy Friday afternoon here in Crossville. Uh, Phil and I were going to do it on a porch this morning with a rage, but uh, things happened. Uh, uh, we got involved with the uh, new human site. We spent three and a half hours with that thing. Uh, O'Rage also canceled out, and uh, I got uh, Romain on the ground in France, uh, and he's going to give us another report. Uh, there's a big vote in France tonight. Uh, hopefully there'll be some money. You know they attacked Black Rock and Vanguard. Uh, do you know that? No, you don't know that. They occupied the offices of, in Paris of Black Rock and Vanguard. Oh, but, you know, that's for another. This is going to be the Jack Hart Gangster Edition. Uh, you know, I wasn't going to do anything after this morning with that Dave the Human with Phil. But, uh, you know, I'm feeling kind of talkative. So uh, let's do the Jack Hart Gangster Edition. Yeah, so I've told you, like, uh, you know, so I don't know if it was on closed post or not, but sometimes I regret getting uh, going into this politics stuff. So there's people like Gordon Duff and Preston James telling me constantly that I was the ultimate insider and... Uh, uh, then there was uh, Joe Seeger and his married crew of uh, NSA agents. Uh, and then there was Christopher himself, Christopher Hayden. Uh, you know, they got me into this 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 political thing here. And, although, you know, like I'm not going to complain because, uh, you know, it's not like I don't make anything. It's like that I, you know, I'm, I'm, let's put it this way. I exist the same way. What is it? An E1 or an E2 or an E3 might exist. Uh, that's 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 the salary I get. The salary of an enlisted man. Uh, I could have made a lot more if I had just shut my fucking mouth and not listened to these guys and just went into this gangster stuff. Let me tell you something. I, I, I wrote that book, okay? I had to write that book on like a... a, a it was like a walking the tightrope, okay? You had two or three unsolved murders. Then you had a dozen other ones where patsies were used. Uh, I could, there was things I couldn't say. I, I had to, I had to, I just, everything I wrote was the truth, but I left a lot out, obviously. Uh, uh, I'm the only one that you're ever going to see, uh, or hear, I should say. I, I never talked to them. They, they were fucking trying to question me. Uh, I talked about that time John uh, uh, took Richie in the back room and stuff. They, they were pressuring Richie. They were saying, oh, he, uh, I, to me, I'm a trigger-happy lunatic, and uh, everybody better, you know, they better give me up. And uh, uh, be, Richie was shitting himself, John told me. Uh, but, what, you know, that this is what, I, you know, this is what the Suffolk County Police were saying about me. Uh, I was very careful when I wrote that book. These guys cavalierly talk about how many people they killed. You got Sammy DeVille Gravano. He claims to kill 30 people. He's a fucking rat, man. Uh, uh, you know, Jeff Canarsi. You know, the, the funny thing is, like, in 1989 when I wrote that book, I, I knew some of these guys. I, you can read the book. I tell you who I know. Uh, and, and none of them impressed me. Uh, and there was a standing offer. You know, anybody want to take me on? Come on, I I say you're a bunch of bitches. You know, uh, you know, and uh, my Richie was the benefactor. He was reeling money in hand over fist. He was throwing me some, but you know, he became a millionaire overnight. Uh, and they, 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 I didn't have that many 
Tankus. Oh, that now, uh, Sammy the Bull, I find out from Jeff Canossi, he only killed one guy, and that was a, a, high, a, a homosexual affair or something he had. Uh, but he only pulled the trigger once, he, once in his life. Uh, a lot of these guys are from East Meadow, and I've had dealings with the East Meadow crews before, man. <laughs> what a bunch of pussies. I talk about it in the book, and Dominic and Audie getting beat up with a shovel by Phil. Uh, you know, and these guys are all stone-cold killers, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, You know, there was a few of them. Yeah, there was Greg Scarper. There was Whitey Bulger. But you know, you know what? They were in the FBI, all right? They had police protection. You ever see the fucking movie, uh, 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 what's that, uh, Mississippi Burning, okay? Uh, when they get the Klan to confess, they have a, they show you a black guy torturing the Klan guy, okay? Uh, and threatening because that was not a black guy. That was Greg Scarper, the FBI brought him down there. He was totally protect, protected. He could shoot anybody he wanted, and he did. As did Whitey Bolger who was uh, actually enrolled in the MK Ultra program and was one of the last people in Alcatraz. When they released him, he, he was the front man for the FBI in Boston, which is why they killed him when he went to jail right away, so he could never open his mouth. But in any case, these guys like, oh, uh, what's that, Ken Patara, the karate guy? Uh, yeah, they're also tough. Uh, who's that? Aletto. Aletto. I never even heard of that fucking guy. I actually, I never heard of Ken Patara, the karate guy either. He killed his fucking girl, his girlfriends. He killed his girlfriend's uh, uh, best friend because his girl, uh, you know, she OD'd over her house. So if I'd have heard about that then, I would have went looking for him. I don't like guys like that. I would have took John with him. But instead of being doing life in jail, he'd be doing death forever. But in any case, that, the, the, I could have went into this field. Everybody, like I said, I've told you before, go look it up. There's a soprano character named after me. Uh, everybody knew who I was. Anything I told you in that book, if anything, it was a little understated. Uh, like I said, I couldn't say the whole what really happened. But uh, I, I have like the, I have a pedigree with uh, the so said mob. I, I actually, I really, I, I think the the, the mafia. As they talk about it, the five family stuff, that's a figment of the FBI's imagination, started by an informant named Joe Valachi. A lot of these guys were just, uh, you know, this is New York City. Me and the, the Italian businessmen, you had the Jewish business. And let me tell you, the Jews just skated on this, too. Uh, I know, guys like uh, Rothstein, who fixed the World Series, he started the mafia. They tell you it's a, an Italian thing. And, and the other guy, uh, 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 Maya Lansky. Uh, <laughs> the, the Maya Lansky, uh, he's the criminal. Bankrolled Israel. Uh, the Bronfmans are, are the uh, inheritors of his, his criminal empire. Uh, but uh, you can, you got guys like uh, Colombo started the Italian def American Defense League. He was, a, he was one. Of the, he was, uh, you know, he was, a, he was a guinea gangster himself, but uh, he was a smart one. And uh, he knew uh, how slanderous the Godfather was and, and what they were doing, and he saw it. And uh, he was uh, he started the Italian American Defense League, and it became a very big thing in the seventies. Uh, and uh, he was shot in the middle of a, 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 a rally they were having on Columbus Day in front of maybe a hundred thousand people, with all these armed guineas standing around him by a black guy. 
pretending to be a cameraman. Of course, the black guy was immediately beaten to death. Who the fuck would shoot somebody? That's 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 MK Ultra assassin. That's what that is. Okay, or they they tried to blame it on Joey Gallo and stuff. My, that's the you know my family's from my father's from that neighborhood. My father was actually the captain of the Gremlins. Uh, okay, and that was the street gang that, that the Gallo brothers were in. Okay, uh, so. That's part of my pedigree with these guys. I, I mean, uh, uh, you know, when I was a kid, okay, there'd be rooms in the house that were filled with toys, all right, boxes of brand new toys, uh, you know, like truckloads. And uh, I had to be like, I could pick one out of each of the different toys. They were, they were coming from Kennedy Airport. Everything I owned was from Kennedy Airport. Uh, it was told my godfathers, uh, Gus Lombardosi, uh, but my father, he he he'd hide this stuff out for them. I I don't think he, I, I think my father was more directly involved with the military. But uh, the house was searched three times by the FBI. They found nothing because my father always got a tip right before they came that they were coming. You know. <laughs> but uh, that's how far my pedigree goes back with these freaking guys. Uh, as far as this 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 mafia thing, like I said, I think it's a figment. I think it's a figment. Of the uh, uh, government's imagination, I think those RICO statutes could be used against any corporation, and I think yeah, they they impr unjustly imprisoned a lot of Italian businessmen with swinging dicks, and now you got the Jewish mafia took over uh, in New York, and what, what was the first thing they, they inaugurated their, their success? Uh, oh sure, they put a lot of those little tree things in there and gardens. Uh, and then they fucking blew up the World Trade Center. And they and they had that scumbag Giuliani who prosecuted all these Italian guys. That's that traitor. That traitor. He, he likes wearing a drag queen. Uh, and uh, he was their uh, he was their new hero, wasn't he? He 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 was the captain. Why, why they were blowing up the World Trade Center and Building 7 and collecting on the insurance and all the puts. Yeah, okay. You people that vote, you all need to be stumped to death. You're contributing. You're, you're part of the problem. You're, you're, you're validating. You're validating a rigged system. There's never been, never been a fair election in the United States of America. It's just that in 2020, they decided to make it plainly clear to you because uh, you know they're they're taking a more hands-on uh, uh, approach now. Uh, the Bilderbergs uh, have, uh, have emerged as the WEF, and uh, you see now what I told you that the Germans winning World War II is correct if you have half a brain. But uh, we're talking about mobsters now. Uh, when the thing is, I, I was first introduced by my mother. And that's where the real pedigree comes from. Because I was told, I was told growing up as a kid, that my grandfather, you know, he would hold a card game every week. That was my mother's father. He was a Freemason. High, we were told he was a high-ranking Freemason. But we were told yeah, he was a real, a real estate agent. Uh, you can verify this with the Sage of Quay if you want. But he's my cousin, Michael. Uh, but in any case... He was a real, but he would hold uh, these card games in his house every week, and uh, you know, in the room uh, with guys like Vito Genovese was a regular, and uh, a bunch of you know these these Italian uh, guard, Profaci and them, 
And they would all, they'd all show up every week at my grandfather's house to play cards. Well, it, it comes to, it comes we find out that my grandfather not only was a high-ranking Freemason, but he worked, he did, was not a real estate agent. He worked for the government, and my grandmother, she died quite wealthy. <laughs> she was buried in a mausoleum. That was the only money I ever got out of my fucking family. I had 10 grand when she died, you know, and you know, all the grandchildren, you know, everybody got money. But in any case, yeah, that, that, that's, that's the kind of roots I had with these fucking people. And I told you about that. I tell the whole story in the book, but, you know, I would have never went near them again after establishing my own business, except I was, uh, I was totally uh, framed up by the police because I was working with Alvaro Rivera. I, I, caught a, I caught a felony. Once you have a felony in America, your life changes. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, and consequently, I, I got my mother introduced me to Richie Capri. Uh, he was like, you know, these guys won't even mention his name. You know what? He had, he had enough money to buy freaking Gotti 15 times over. Uh, when I met him, uh, walking around his house, he's telling me he went to an atrium and walked around his bedroom and shit. And he was requisitioning the sump next door. But in any case, he's walking around the house and uh, I find a, a roll of, it must have been about ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000, bills on a roll. And, uh, you know, I gave it back to him. Obviously, it was him who dropped it. And, uh, you know, after that, I was like, accepted. Uh, you know, uh, I, <laughs> I'm an honest person, I guess. Uh, but I, if I found that on the subway, I would have put it in my pocket, of course. <laughs> so, in any case, there I am. Uh, I'm in the Pagan's Clubhouse. Uh, and I'm now in charge of security. And, you know, like, you know, looking around, you know, it's just like a, it looks like a den of pirates and stuff. But and I figured I could handle it because I knew I, I knew I was really good with my fists. So, uh, and gradually I just grew into it. And, and I, I became the monster described in the book. I didn't start out that way, you know. Uh, and uh, after, after the shooting I talked about happened, uh, you know, I was, I had two girls, I had two, two uh, twin daughters when I got out, and uh, I had to raise them, and I never went back near those guys, uh, except for the Murphys and stuff, we had some fun with the pagans, to, uh, who screwed my wife when I was in jail, but I, no, you know, I never went back near that again until, uh, you know, I, I, I got my divorce, and, you know, uh, I was just out of it. I was like, I was becoming a coke addict, and you know, I, I, I was, I, I was pathetic. I was pathetic, and uh, and I decided, uh, you know, I, one day I let the freaking coke dealer beat me up because I wanted more coke. I could have killed him with one hand tied behind my back, but I, I let it happen, just because I wanted more coke. Uh, and I decided the next day or a day later, I have to quit. And I did. And I started going to the gym and shit. And, and uh, you know, I was down to like 170 pounds. And, and I, had, uh, I put on the muscle again right away. And the, who do I run into in the gym but Richie Capri again? And he's working out with some guy, Joe Pacheco. He's supposed to be the strongest man in the world. He's in the fucking book of records and shit. And, 
Yeah, he couldn't lift much. Yeah, the guy was like 300 pounds all deformed from steroids. Yeah, he couldn't lift much more than me. Uh, on the curls, the only reason he could beat me is he was 300 pounds. I was 180. You know, he was doing like 225 a dozen times. I I, I did it a few, four or five times. Anyway, you know, she wants me to work for him again. And ended up, I went back as his bodyguard. And Phil came back after him after going to see Joey Massage. And they had a, a charter to kill, kill, kill Richie. And... Uh, I got back involved with those guys again. And again, uh, I never seen nothing that really scared me. Uh, uh, and uh, I have a story here, okay? Uh, it was like, in 1989, it was real. I had to really, like, I didn't want to write that book. John didn't want me to write it either. But, you know, all these people... Oh, oh, yeah, My, Mikey Franchisi. This is the only one I will vouch for, okay? Mikey Franchisi was the shit. And Sonny Franchisi was a guy who he had a big, big, even when he was in jail, had big respect on the streets. The rest of these guys, uh, they're making it up. As they, uh, go see Jeff Canorsi. He's the best with this stuff. Uh, you know, uh, before I got, I'm getting back into writing this book again. And using uh, my God-given talents, I guess, for something instructive. I don't know who's going to read it when I'm done. Uh, history. Uh, they don't care about history. They care about sex change operations now. But in any case, I ha I have to do this. Maybe maybe I can get out of here when I do. Maybe maybe they'll let me go. You know. Uh, but uh, like I said, when I started this thing, uh, I've been a prisoner. I've been a prisoner since 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 2013. I I've been under house arrest. Uh, they allow me. To make a living, you know, uh, E3, E4, maybe E2, I don't know what the scale is. But, uh, yes, I do make that. And, uh, but they don't let me make one dime more. And they sandboxed me all the way for the last 10 years. Uh, and it wasn't really worth it. I could have done these mobster videos. I could have done, I, I, I could I could have gave you things like I'm going to give you right now with this written account. Oh, there's a lot more of them. You should hear what Larry did to Keyshawn Johnson, the tough guy in the bathroom at the Cafe Royal. Because uh, when I went back, uh, Richie owned a, he had taken a bowling alley by uh, uh, Fairchild, uh, Fairchild Airport and uh, converted it to millionaires of uh, the club it was called. Because it was the bar for that 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 uh, airport, which was an exclusive private airport, and uh, he bought it. Uh, not the airport, the bowling alley and the bar next door. And he got a cabaret. Li he had a cabaret license and uh, turned it into a giant strip club. And that that's where we were working then, when the, when this happened in the uh, story below. Uh, but uh, I could tell you Larry's stories. Uh, psychopaths I have known. Uh, and, you know. You know like these guys, they're talking about. Uh, uh, I, I, I guess, I guess Gregory Scarpa did kill all those people, and, and Whitey Bulger too. But they had to get out of jail free pass. Doesn't take much balls to shoot somebody when you know you're gonna get away with it, especially your friend in the back of the head when you're driving down the street in a car. Which is how Gregory Scarpa killed most of his victims. I gotta give it to Whitey Bulger. At least he shot it out with a few of them even though he killed women, uh, which is, is totally anathema to me. You kill a woman. Kill a woman is a, a, by the code, code of chivalry. Uh, by us as Europeans, 
You, you die. You die for that. Unless she's a combatant. And I've never known a woman combatant. So anyway, I don't know how much many more of these I'll do. I, I mean, this is not my bag. This is Jeff Kinnossi's, and he's much better at it than me. And this is Mikey Franchese's. Mike, Mikey does these things, and uh, he's really good at it. I mean, I've I seen him. He read his whole book. I, I can't do that. Me and him should have hung out more back in the day. I mean, he obviously is a really intelligent dude. Uh, I was really impressed. I was proud that I know him. But in any case, uh, you know, my own feelings are, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I'm probably gonna end up moving to Mexico. I, I'd rather live under the uh, under the drug cartels than, than than DC. I believe the drug cartel uh, uh, kingpins have more ethics than they do in DC, and I'd feel safer. I'd feel safer under a warlord. Uh, and uh, what I'm trying to get across to you here is, uh, you know, the '80s were the last heyday of of, of, of uh, your freedom, and you let, you know, the law and order uh, uh, accountants and, and uh, housewives, soccer moms, let them destroy it for you. Because when you put these people in jail, when you made it illegal for them to operate, you, you, you sanctioned the government to take over everything. And now they do just what they want. They have no, you know, and Al Capone once beat the, beat the shit out of the mayor of uh, right on the stool, right on the steps of uh, Cisco, Cisco, the mayor of Cisco, where he's staying. Uh, right on the steps in front of the TV cameras, and uh, you know when you don't have that, when you don't have that ability uh, to strike back at these people, uh, they, you, know, uh, you see what happened with uh, COVID. So uh, it was your. It started. It started. Started with the Dewey laws. Yes. Yes. That once, uh, when he has had two beers, is not as good a driver as that senile, drooling old lady who can't hear or barely can see over the, over the dashboard. No, Delonza is inebriated and he must be taken in. He must be put in jail. We must set up load blocks. You swallowed this. You swallowed this. You know, if you'd have left me and my kind alone, we would have settled it with the cops for you. You should have seen what happened the first time they tried to breathalyze me. And you go, the cops says, blowing here. And obviously, it blew out my nose. And he says, blowing out, you're blowing out your nose. I says, well, you, you didn't tell me where to blow. So I blew out my nose again. He says, you're not doing the test right. I says, this is your fucking test. And we'll buy a canal and shit. And I chucked the fucking thing right in the canal. Right in the canal. And then told him to get lost. This, you know, this, this is what, this is what you, you, you know, you, you may not be able to live that way. But the people that can live that way and do these things, they are the ones who protect your freedom. And by attacking them, by worshiping police, then you started with the police story and the rookies. And we went into, oh, what do you do when you come for you? You shoot them all. That's what you fucking do, you fucking asshole. You, know, you people need to learn something about revolution. You really do. You need to learn about the French Revolution. You need to learn about the Russian Revolution. The last thing you do is worship cops. They get assassinated. They get assassinated. And so do politicians. And you don't have the balls to do it. 
and you put everybody who does have the balls to do it in jail for the rest of their lives. And me, I'm just a dinosaur here. And probably I'm lucky I got involved in the politics because, <laughs> I mean, most Americans are so pussyfied. I, I, they think they know what a real fight is. They watch MMA. They watch Floyd Mayweather. That guy's a fairy. I'd fight that guy now at 63. Fairy. He ruined boxing. But, you know, these guys are not the real tough guys. You want to see the real tough guys? Watch watch the old films. Watch the old films of, like, Jack Johnson and Jack Dempsey, all right? These guys could have never got Let's Go, uh, uh, all the other ones, these big black guys. They could have never gotten the ring with those fucking guys. Uh, these guys fought 30, 40 rounds, and they fought the kill, and, you know, uh, gouging the eyes out was was illegal and biting, and that's about it. Uh, when you knock the guy out down, you stood over him and waited for him to try to get back up, and you hit him again. Uh, you know, these were that's what a street fight looks like, uh, and you can add, like I said, gouging eyes out, uh, trying trying to strangle, uh, or cut off the air supply, choke out the opponent, uh, and biting and biting. Can hear all that. So MMA bears no resemblance at all to a real fight. I can't even watch it. I can watch. I I could watch boxing up until Floyd Mayweather. He ruined it. He ruined it. He, yeah. He's a he's a clown. That fucking little Negro. Floyd, you want to fight me? Well, I'm 63. Want to fight me? No gloves, Floyd. No gloves. No gloves. And. Uh, Let's see, let's see. What a great boxer you are. Been fucking fighting 120 pound guys when he's 147 pounds. That guy's a joke. He ruined boxing. I don't even want to get, yeah, you know. Ali was good, but Ali, uh, Ali, he never, he never really could have beat Sonny Liston. That was a fixed fight. Uh, 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 the phrase of Ali fights with, with things, you know, primal. Malevolent beauty, uh, yeah, they were. I give them that. And uh, uh, Ali's victory over over Foreman was a work of art. But you know, uh, guys like Marciano, Marciano would hit you. He would break all the blood vessels in your arm. He don't. He didn't care. He'd take a beating to like the last few rounds. Then he hit you with his right hook, and you were going to sleep. You know, luckily. Maybe not forever. Uh, and that guy was never beaten. But still, it doesn't compare to like you want to fight a guy. Jack Johnson was a great boxer, street boxer, not 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 fucking boxer like Floyd Mayweather. And Jack Dempsey was a total fucking brawler. You'd hit him, he'd hit you back until somebody fell down. And these guys could never step in the ring. And with the with the rules, those old rules, boxing was illegal for a long time. Jack Johnson got in a lot of trouble for it. Uh, you know, boxing was illegal in America for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I laugh. Uh, oh yeah, look, look, the pit bulls and they fight pit bulls. You know, I had a pit bull too, and I love, I love it. You know, but you know, uh, we all fight. You know, uh, and the people that are afraid of fighting and violence and fighting to death. Those people born as slaves, they should be they should be tattooed on the forehead with a big ass slave. 
and no more McMansion or anything like that. They, they, they do menial tasks and stuff. They, they should be the sudra, the sudra of the race. But instead, you know, go vote, go vote. Uh, you know, yeah, Joe Bidden is my leader. <laughs> so that's a little, I was feeling talkative, even though Phil and I worked like animals today on that freaking website, the new website. It's got all the buzzers and bells and stuff. And I got to learn them all. You know, site optimization and all that stuff, you know. I'm used to just posting. But Phil walked me through it for three and a half hours this morning. So this is my Jack Hart Gangster edition. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to do any more of these. Jeff Canossi does it better than I do. And Mikey French, he's, he's, he's a real thing, too. Go listen to him. But he, he won't mention certain names. I noticed that about him. And he stays far away from the Jewish mafia. Don't you, Mikey? I don't blame you. I wish I had. Anyway, below uh, is a story about Larry. Larry was a he was half black, half Italian, and Larry is just one of the many homicidal psychopaths that I knew in my day. You can read about him below. Tell you something about Larry. <laughs> I don't know if I wrote it in the story. I didn't reread it yet, but Larry's mother was murdered when he was very young. It was his white Italian mother. She was murdered by black guys, four black guys. And each of the four black guys was found dead, murdered, shot to death uh, about 10 or 15 years later after Larry was five or four or five when she got murdered. After Larry grew up, 